Hey guys, this is Dr. Jeff from Newman Chiropractic with the Newman Experience Podcast. And today I've got a special guest, my girlfriend Maureen, who does all of the food finding um, for our family. And I have found uh, some good nutritional books that I've followed over the years. And one of the hardest things for me is I know all this information and I know how it could benefit us. But I really don't know where to find most of this stuff. And I get very frustrated. I've been known to be very frustrated going to Stop and Shop or Market Basket and walking down the aisles endlessly and then asking, can't not finding anything and asking a uh, some high school kid that doesn't know where this stuff is either, asking him where something is. And I, I don't know, I tend to feel a little embarrassed because I can't find this stuff. I'm used to quick, easy trips to the grocery store. And when I can't find something that's supposedly healthy for me, right? I can't find it. And all of a sudden it adds to the frustration of the entire process of trying to eat healthy. So I wanted to have um, Maureen on here to discuss the most common things that she um, buys on a regular basis, how frequently she buys and just your shopping strategies. So what are the most common foods that you get? Or maybe I should start out by asking how frequently do you go food shopping each week? I would say I probably do on a good week. I do one big shop and then I'll probably go back to the store one other time during the week because one of the issues that we run into, I don't necessarily consider it an issue, but is because we buy so much fresh produce. You can only buy so much that's going to last a couple of days. And you find it perishable within how many days? If I shop on a Saturday, usually by Wednesday or Thursday, I have to go back and get more produce. So you find, do you find that in order for us, because like, you're feeding all six of us, mm -hmm. in order to feed all six of us healthy food, you have to make another small trip to the store each week? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. And... The large shopping trip that you do, is it a large, do you view this as a large trip out to go acquire food or do you go to one place? It depends. If I wanted to, I could get it all at one place. Okay. I could go to Stop and Shop or Market Basket and get essentially everything at one place, but I try to shop more local. But you feel like the big supermarket stores, they have the food that you need yes. to make the meals that... Yeah. You post online and you put on the website and all that. Okay. Absolutely. <clears throat> and what are the local places that you tend to go to? Um, I'll go to Tender Crop for yeah. fresh produce, especially in the summer when they have in-season fruits, strawberries, blueberries, raspberries, things mm -hmm. like that. We'll pick our own, but we'll also buy them there. How about the, their veggie produce? I will buy their produce from there as well. Um, what are other locations for the veggie produce? Market Basket and Stop and Shop both have pretty good selections of organic produce. It might not be locally sourced, but it's organic. Cool. Now, <clears throat> how frequently do you put in a online order for some of your foods? So that I will probably do every six weeks. Depends how quickly we go through certain things. Because a lot of the online stuff is this, the sweeter stuff, right? The, the more snacky stuff. Yeah. 
So Thrive Market is a great online resource for some of those obscure ingredients or Thrive Market. Thrive Market. T H R I V E. Dot com. Dot com. Thrivemarket.com. Yep. And not only can you find things that might be harder to find in grocery stores, but you can also they're at a better price. They're at a discounted price. Okay. So the sweet potato chips that yeah, we love. I love those. I know you do. Jackson's Honest Sweet Potato Chips. Yep. They're four <laughs> or five. They're probably four ninety nine at Whole Foods. You can get them at Thrive Market for two ninety nine a bag. Nice. So probably about every six weeks, I'll do a big order of chips, flours, oils, um, sort of all of those non-perishable food items that we might need. Okay. And then you were taking trips to Whole Foods in... Linfield? Yes. Are you going as frequently to, Lin to to Whole Foods? You found everything that you were getting at Whole Foods, you're now getting through what? Through the what you've just mentioned, like yeah. the, uh, the Thrive and all that? For any, I mean, any of the local supermarkets around here, basically. I prefer Whole Foods because the quality tends to be a little bit better, and there's a greater tendency to find organic produce. Yep. Stop and shop and market basket can be hit or miss, but it long as you're flexible with what you're shopping for. Okay. Um, but I don't feel the need to go to Whole Foods. <clears throat> okay, good. That saves us a trip then, right? Because does, you're able to ship I'm, it all to us and then stay stay local. Yep, and I'm not I'm not down in that area as much anymore, so. Okay. Now, something that we've... Oh, what you got? What you got? Something? There are a couple of things at Whole Foods Okay. that I, I will it. specifically go look for that are harder to find that you can't get on Thrive Market. So they carry the Kjorn. Mm. I love the Kjorn. The Kjorn, Kjorn um, meatless grounds, although I did just find those at Shaw's in Newburyport too. Oh, really? Yep. What were you doing in there? I go in there sometimes. Oh, that's cool. They have, I like to shop around. I have some time. Um, so <laughs> I'll make sure I go to Whole Foods for that. They have the Hillary's. Veggie burgers, millet veggie burgers, which cool. are frozen. Those are actually good, too. They're really good, and they're good to have on hand for, like, a quick yep. lunch or dinner if you're running late. Now, um, if you saw one of my one of my videos on YouTube, we talked to our um, my son Cole about the texture of food. And what we found is, like, the Kjorn that she just mentioned and the veggie burgers. The reason we like these companies is because they truly do taste like their meat counterparts, right? Like the, you've put the Kjorn in tacos before and I couldn't tell the difference. And, and the it's boys just, can't tell either. yeah, the boys can't tell either. And it's ground up mushroom. And it's, yeah. is it easier to prepare? You prepare it similarly, right? It's quicker. Yeah, it's quicker. Have, for, I mean, you don't have to worry about it being cooked. Oh yeah. As long as it's warm. As long warm. as it's warm. Yeah, they can't even tell. They can't tell. Put some taco seasoning on there. And it's all done. They don't know any better. And then the, uh, the veggie burgers. What's your secret with that veggie burger then? Because the veggie burger, it's it's good. I don't have a secret. I you know, put it on the you grill. just put it on the grill. <laughs> All right, cool. So that, but that works. Depends what you put under it. Like if we put it on a salad, that's always good. That's true. Yeah. Or I'll do like the sriracha. Yep. Lemon dressing on top. And those are all on the website. Yep. All right, cool. The other thing at Whole Foods that I think is valuable to have, sort of on hand, are those C8, C8, I don't know how to say it, brand tortillas. The, what are they made out of? They have cassava flour ones and almond flour ones. So when we make our quesadillas, when we make tacos, sometimes we make egg quesadillas with them in the morning. They're just like a good go-to 
bread substitute. Cool. And I feel like a real podcast host now because cassava flour. What is cassava flour? And that's the reason why we got the microphone and all that. I just spun it right into our, uh, what we're going to get. The point of the whole entire podcast was finding all of these foods that are on our, our favorite list, right? Yes. So Dr. Stephen Gundry, the author of The Plant Paradox and The Longevity Paradox, we really like his um, his information and his books. It's very much based off of the education I was given in chiropractic school, and I loved it because it broke everything down to a scientific um, cellular level, and his information is based off of those uh, that 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 foundation, which is awesome. Not even to mention that I decided to change the way that I exercise. I, ch I changed a lot about my life a little over a year ago. Um, I stopped exercising as much because I felt like that gave me an easy excuse as to overeating. And I actually, actually exercise uh, more casually throughout the day. I actually move more throughout the day than I did when I was exercising for a half hour every day. Um, and I eat, eat a little better, but I dropped 60 pounds in a matter of six months by Maureen feeding me, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you're, you're good. You know how to do it. So <clears throat> I'm going to pull up the list, the yes-no list of Dr. Gundry's plant paradox here. And you can find it online. We'll leave a link in the, uh, the show notes. But what we wanted to do was go over the most common things that um, Maureen uses or buys on a regular basis on that like weekly okay. shopping trip. And then um, tell us where the most com where the best areas is for us to find these things. So for oils, we've got stuff like algae oil, olive oil, coconut oil, macadamia oil, avocado oil, walnut oil, all the sesame oil, all these oils. Which one do you use the most? Would you say olive oil, hundred percent, because Dr. Gundry recommends like fourteen tablespoons. Yeah. So Dr. Gundry got this information um, because there's a lot of research on the uh, Mediterranean diet. The Mediterranean diet is heavy, heavy in olive oil. And olive oil um, is composed of good, rich omega-3 fatty acids. Um, and it's a really, really good fat source. I mean, mm -hmm. fat was villainized back in the 60s and 70s. Um, and now we're realizing that, I mean, when every single one of our cells in our entire body, when the outer layering of it is comprised entirely of fat, you kind of need some fat, right? So. Don't think of all the jiggly fat as bad fat. I mean, we need fat in our diet in order to maintain health. So olive oil is is the key there. And where do you get that? You just get you get it from Market Basket. You can. I typically end up buying a bunch of it um, on Thrive when okay. I put in my order because it's not perishable, right? It it's lasts not a long time. It's cheaper. Yeah. Um, but in a pinch, when I run out, Market Basket carries it. Um, the California Ranch brand is a good brand okay. as long as it's a cold press. Yeah, cold press is big. The first cold press. Yeah. Right, because first, what it means by cold press is how many times did it take a machine or back in the day a person to press the olives in oil to make in order to make the olive oil. So first cold press is like that good original press of the olives. All right, so I you get the say the other oils. To definitely have on hand is avocado oil, which I also get at Thrive, which you can also get the California Ranch brand. Okay. Um, those are good, and I tend to use avocado oil one 
if we're looking to reduce fat for some reason, like if we're doing the cleanse or something, yeah. we'll use avocado oil. But the it's cleanse, also... The cleanse portion of the Plant Paradox, like 30-day yeah. challenge thing. Yeah. But it's also good for like high heat situations. So tonight when I made pan sear paddock, the pan you has used... to be pretty hot. You use avocado oil because okay. it has a high smoke point. And when did you start cooking? How many years ago? Like 20 years ago? Like 30? Oh, no. Like seriously cooking? Like a year ago, right? Cooking the way we do now. I've always cooked. Um, but you, you never know, really... Since we like, had kids. This is completely doable. 100% doable. Very Absolutely. doable. Absolutely. Okay. It Pretty takes... Time and it takes research, which I think is great that you're getting this information out to people because that can eliminate some of the initial setbacks or challenges in trying to find certain ingredients or figure out what is a cassava, why would you use avocado yeah. oil. Perfect. All right, so sweeteners. You got anything else about the oils? No, I always keep sesame oil in hand. You can get that anywhere, uh, but we eat a lot of like sort of. Asian-y. Yep, and you use the sesame dishes. oil for that? Yep, that All right, makes cool. a big difference. Alright, sweeteners. Let's see. Stevia, inulin, yacon, monk fruit, erythritol, xylitol. Where, where do you find your sweetener of choice and what is your sweetener? Do you use any of these? I do. I don't use stevia because I personally don't like the taste of it. Um, we use a lot of monk fruit, which I get at Thrive, but actually... What does that monk fruit look like? I don't even know what the heck a monk fruit looks like. I just know from reading that it's it's sweet. Is it granulated? It's a granulated sugar, yeah. Okay. Well, so it's a granulated. It's a granulated version of the version of the natural sweetener. Natural sweetener. Yeah. Okay. That you can find basically at any grocery store, but I've also found it for a pretty good price at TJ Maxx and Home Goods. See, sneaky, I know. super sneaky. I know they have like some random. Um, like I was not expecting that right you gotta look but I also get that on Thrive and the other one that I use is um, so biggies for Thrive right now for the non-perishables yep is Swerve which is a brand of sweeteners it has it's a combination of is that the inulin nope that one's the erythritol yeah erythritol yep uh, and I think it might have some inulin in it, but you can get it in a granular form. Yep. You can get it in a powdered form, so it would easily replace anything with confectioner sugar. So, yeah, so you've replaced all of the convection sugar and the regular sugar that we use yep. here with monk fruit and erythritol or yep. the swerve. And monk fruit also, and I think swerve, both have like a brown sugar replacement oh, okay. as well. So they look the color. Yeah. Yep. But I also learned you can also make your own brown sugar. Oh, really? By just adding a little bit of molasses to regular sweetener. So if you can't find like the golden monk fruit, which is harder to find, or like the brown sugar version of Swerve, you can just add some molasses. And it becomes brown Where'd sugar. you find that? I Googled it. <laughs> <laughs> when All I right. don't have stuff, I just Google it to figure out where right, it is. Right, right. It's a teacher in you. All right, so the erythritol that she uses, these things are... Um, these things here are the best food sources for the healthy bacteria that's in our gut. So there's a lot of research these days, and Gundry gets into it, of the uh, good, healthy bacteria that lives in our gut. I mean, we've got enough bacteria in our gut, in our digestive system, to fill up an entire tennis court. And all of this bacteria needs food to feed on. 
and it gets used to feeding off of the junk that we eat, but it truly loves this, these sweeteners that are on this list here, the inulin, the monk fruit, the erythritol, all those are great food sources for this bacteria. All right, now let's get into the nuts and seeds. Um, start out that peanuts are actually legumes, they're not nuts, right? And cashews um, are actually used in, what is it? Some sort of gas, some sort of like spray or something that's highly inflammatory. It's used in, uh, it's used in combat. So uh, we stay away from peanuts and cashews, even though I used to eat, like when I first opened the practice, I was eating handfuls of cashews every single cashews day. Cashews are so good. They're so good. So bad for you. All right, so let's list a couple of these. You tell us the most common ones you use. We've got macadamia, walnut, pecans, pistachios, pine nuts, uh, coconut, coconut cream, hazelnut, chestnuts, flaxseed, hemp seed, sesame seed, hemp protein powder, pine nut, basil nuts. And one of the things I always like to bring up with nuts when we're talking about nuts is the amount of nuts that we eat. You've got to realize like when you open up a, uh, a pistachio, how long it actually takes to open the nut up, to get the nut out, and then put it in your mouth. Gives you an idea as to truly how many nuts we probably should be eating. Because if you ate nuts all day long, every day, if you ate a nut all day long for 24 hours, and we're eating handfuls, just imagine how many did you eat if you had to open every single one of those up and eat mm -hmm. it for that same amount of time. I mean, you're talking about a drastically different uh, in intake of nuts, right? So that's why these nuts tend to be high in fat, good fat, right? But like you'll notice with a lot of these things is the things that have good fat in them, we truly aren't able to without modern advancements. We're not able to acquire this food or get this food by uh, easy means. Right. They're not just hanging off a tree and you pick it off and start shoving it in your mouth. All right, so which ones you got here that you like the most? Uh, so we tend to keep a big thing in the refrigerator of walnuts, pecans, pine nuts, and then sometimes I'll throw in hazelnuts or Brazil nuts. Those are really good. Okay. And um, where do you get these? I'm not going to lie. These are hard to find in organic states. Mm -hmm. Organic states. It doesn't really make sense, but you know what I mean. Yep. An organic version of the nuts are hard to find. Uh, Market what? Basket carries an all-natural nut, yeah. which is not the same as organic. Um, you can find some of them at Stop and Shop. Okay. Um, but I think Thrive is probably your best what, bet for best that bet. as well. Because they don't, I mean, they, they, they don't go bad either, right? So you can oh. order these things. If you yeah. find them someplace good online, you can order them. Yep. And we tend to put, like, all, you notice lately I've been doing it, like, I'll put some walnut oil and seasoning yes. on them to give them. So we buy the raw versions of yeah, them. Yeah, that mix that you make is awesome. Kind of doctor it up a little bit with some walnut oil, some sauteed garlic, some spices. And just throw salt, it in. And just keep it in the refrigerator with it a little take quarter long. cup scoop in it. Yeah, it doesn't take long. Now, pine nuts. Oh, I love pine nuts. You put in the chili, right? I do. So these things, these pine nuts here, I swear, they mimic the beans which the, is a legume the texture the, of the texture beans. of the beans yeah. they really um they trick the kids oh. they trick us or me Maureen's smarter than me but they trick they trick me and um these pine nuts are great and they they really fill that void of that texture of the of the yeah. beans because beans if you get deep into um the the uh, 
that the health aspects of Gundry's book is that beans, the, the skin on the beans, um, it's a legume, right? So these lectins around the skin of the beans aren't as good for us to eat. They actually pass further through the digestive system than we would like. That's why people tend to fart after eating beans, right? And um, we want to, we would ideally like to find things that replace the beans. We'll get into another thing and probably another podcast or later on about how if you pressure cook the uh, these beans, it actually denatures that outside so that we digest them easier. All right. Anything else for nuts before we move on? Um, no. I mean, sesame seeds, I always keep those on hand, too. Okay. Those are good to throw on. Okay. Cauliflower, like the spicy, the sticky, spicy oh, cauliflower yeah, we that ate was last night. Good. Yep. That tasted just like orange chicken, like General Sow's chicken. Or General Sow's or something. Yeah. Yep. That was good. All right. So let's get skip ahead to the flowers because mm-hmm. we want to talk about some sweets because we actually eat cake, we have muffins, we have a ton of sweets. Um, so before everyone quit on us, let's give them some sweets. Coconut flour, almond flour, hazelnut flour. What? Oh, we've got, is this it too? Sesame flour, chestnut flour, cassava flour. There it is. Banana, green banana flour, sweet potato flour, tiger nut flour, grapeseed flour, arrowroot flour. What you got, Maureen? All right, so I tend to stick to the basics with those, the coconut, the almond flour, and the cassava. Cassava is good for if you're looking for something. It doesn't replace one-to-one like a regular flour, but if you're looking to substitute it, substitute a flour in like a breading or um, it, it acts more like a regular flour than, say, a coconut or an almond. Okay. It doesn't have as much, because with a coconut or an almond flour, you're going to get a little bit of those nut tastes with it, Uh which I actually enjoy. Uh Um, So we usually use a lot of coconut, a lot of almond, cassava, and we also always have on hand arrowroot and tapioca starch, because those are good as like a thickener um, for certain recipes too. If you're making a gravy or a sauce, anything that requires like cornstarch, arrowroot or tapioca, probably arrowroot is a good substitute. What the heck is cassava flour or arrowroot and where do you find them? So cassava is a root. Root vegetable. Is a root. Yep. Yep. So you actually take the root out and you just grind the thing up and that turns into the flour. Yep. Right? So that's actually cassava flour. That's cassava which flour. Which is really good for you. Arrowroot, I'm going to be honest, I don't 100% know where arrowroot comes from. It's essentially the same thing. No, that's tapioca. Tapioca is the one? Tapioca flour is the one that comes, it's extracted from the cassava. Oh, really? And turned into a flour. Yeah. Okay. Arrowroot, I will look into, but I think is a little bit different. And then the um, green green banana, you don't do, but green banana is really good for you too. Actually, unripened bananas are actually better for you than ripe bananas, believe yep. it or not. But they make, I've seen these, green banana flour, sweet potato flour. I've seen them all. I just haven't. Where do you get all these things? Okay, I've got another one for you. Oh. A different place to find these. A different place? Thrive is a great source. Okay, all right, good. But you can actually also go to Ocean State Job Lot, Jeez. right in Seabrook. And they have some of the best prices on any of the Bob's Red Mill. All the flowers and stuff. Flowers. All the baking stuff. Yep. Okay. So Ocean State, Job Lot, TJ Maxx, yep. and where else? 
Than your regular groceries. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. And those flowers and stuff you don't need to have on hand all the time, so you can get it when you're going for other things and you're and in the area. And stock up. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, and that's true. And stock up. Stock up, or you know, that's why I think Thrive is such a great. You don't have to run around to five different places to get what you need, like I was doing when we. Yep. First started. Yep. You know, you can buy all of those sort of staple items and just keep them stocked up, and then. And awesome. Thrive does have an annual membership, but if you look into it, there's a lot of discounts that they offer. Oh, nice. Um, like teachers get a free... Oh, cool. I think it's not teachers. Um, well, yeah, I think they offer is. deals. I think really? Yeah, they offer deals on okay. certain um, memberships. Nice. So that'll be good for anyone that uh, mm -hmm. uh, fits those categories. All right. Anything else on the flowers? Yep. Arrowroot is extracted from the roots of an arrowroot plant. Okay. So, perfect. So. Now, give me a couple of your baked goods that you make, just as a little tease to the listeners, with cassava flour. With cassava flour? Or with, with some of these flowers. Like, what are some of the, like, you make the kids' birthday cakes with this stuff. I do. Um, made... Muffins, donuts. Oh, you make donuts. Make donuts. donuts are great. Those are usually made out of almond flour, and those okay. you can just switch a couple ingredients and get any kind of donut you want. So we got donuts. We got, we got donuts. We make a lot of muffins. Muffins. You Trigory. love the coconut oh, chocolate yeah. chunk. Those muffins. ones are great. Yeah. Those are good. Those are good. Matthew loves the carrot cake ones. Yep, those are great with real carrots in them. But they, carrots. you can't even like tell. And remember, I made the um, carrot, the actual carrot oh, cake. Oh, the cake! Yeah, that thing is sweet. For Easter, yeah, with like a cream cheese frosting. <laughs> that was, that awesome. was amazing. That was good. But a quick, you know, like we had that chocolate, that the chocolate quick little cake. chocolate yeah. cake the other day on hand. Just you just for... you just mixed it all up and threw it in a pan and threw it in the oven. Chocolate cake, boom. Done. Awesome, and that was good too. That was good. All right, let's skip ahead here, and I want to hit the produce. Okay, so. With, for the vegetables, we've got the cruciferous crunch, the broccoli. We've got Brussels sprouts, cauliflower, bok choy, Chinese cabbage, Swiss chard, arugula, watercress, collards, kale. I mean, and the list goes on of green, green leafies. We've got onions, leeks, no tomatoes, right? No, no tomatoes because those have lectins in the skin and the seeds, which is a try to stay away from Gundry. And i got to be honest, I've done... I've done healthy eating in the past. I've yo-yoed between 50 pounds for the last 20 years of my life. And it wasn't until I eliminated tomatoes, which were a staple veggie addition to my meal, yeah. that I actually started noticing these changes I've noticed. Yeah. All right. Uh, carrots, um, artichokes, r radish, asparagus, um, romaine, butter, lettuce. That's butter, lettuce is sweet. Um, Seaweed mushrooms. All right, so give us an idea as to your most m most common buy. What what do you make sure you grab every single week? Because I noticed looking at through these that we have a good amount of Brussels sprouts. Cauliflower is a big one. Yep. We've got some mushrooms. Um, what what else? Every week I buy tons of lettuce, and I try to switch that up. Mm -hmm. So I always have spinach. Always, always, always have spinach on hand. You really like that, like, red leaf lettuce. Yep. Um, 
arugula is my favorite. Yep. So when I can find that. But then I also, the boys love broccoli. They'll eat cauliflower. We always have that. Brussels sprouts. Yep. Um, asparagus. Mushrooms. We always have onions despite. Cole doesn't like the onions. None of them really like the onions. Um, but you but, chop them up a lot. They don't even notice. I know. But things that I've also started to add in, uh, actually cabbage, we always have a good amount yeah, of cabbage, cabbage. on hand. Yep. Because that's throw it raw in a salad, saute yep. it up, quick and easy, carrots. But I've also started to try to have artichokes. Artichokes have been good. Which are another really good um, source of prebiotics. Yeah, so that's what I was just going to say is that all the things that we just listed, all of these things right here are all prebiotics and prebiotics again are those back it's that bacteria that feeds the good bacteria right so prebiotics feed the probiotics so all of these foods especially the cauliflower the cruciforms those are all essentially the same thing as what we were talking about before with the monk fruit and the uh the inulin mm -hmm. and the the good sweeteners like these these types of vegetables are just our gut, good, healthy gut bacteria love to eat this stuff. So that's why we eat tons of it. Um, and the majority of your recipes that you have on our website under Morning's Meals have this stuff in them. Mm -hmm. Like these are a common um, vegetable to have with them. Mm -hmm. Yep. And those are, I feel like those are around here. They're vegetables that you can get pretty much year round. They're obviously not going to be locally sourced, but if you can find <laughs> organic yeah, and that's, that's really the thing is I feel like a lot of times with people when they see all these foods, they're like, oh, I got to get organic or I got to get this or like they see it up. They, they're trying to do good. You guys are trying to do good. So you go to Market Basket, see it. And then at least me, when I was trying to do it, I'd get there. I'd be like, oh, is this even organic? Like here's this healthy food, but I don't even know if it's healthy because it may have been, may have pesticides on it or it may have not been organic or uh, like. They get all confused. So you have been feeding us with Market Basket veggies, right? Yeah, they're organic. Right? Yeah, organic. Yeah. Organic Market Basket veggies. Yeah. My first, like, tier is if I can buy locally sourced fruits and vegetables, then I like to do that because yeah. I know they're picked when they're supposed to be, so mm -hmm. then they're not treated with anything to give them the, appear the appearance yeah. of being ripe. If I can't get it locally sourced, then I go organic. Yep. And then on a rare occasion, if I can't find organic, then I just buy what's available. Yep. Because it's about money. You have to do the best you can with, yep. you know, I mean, what eating you it, have. Eating it non-organic is better than going to McDonald's on the way Absolutely. Yeah. And I just so, wash it really well. Yep. So the best is not to get frustrated with the fact that you can't find something <clears throat> and to just... just get the food yep what's available yep all right anything else you want to touch on with the vegetables nope. no okay all right so. what about the meat do you want to go over resistant starches though let's go over resistant starches yeah resistant starches give me give me the resistant starches we've got um siete brand tortillas bread and bagels made by bakery paleo wraps made with coconut flour Paleo Coconut Flake Cereal, Green Plantains, Green Bananas, Cassava, Sweet Potatoes and Yams, Rutabaga. 
Mm. What you got? Turnips and all that. Um, oh, turnips. So we got, oh, yeah, down here. Yeah, okay. So sweet potatoes. Okay, I see why you want to go back here. Parsnips, yucca, celery root, chimica, turnips, tiger nuts, green mango, green papaya. All of these are, yeah, I see. So all of these are staple foods in York meals. Like yeah, these which, are these are the big fillers, really, the resistant starches. Exactly. So when we're, which they're supposed to be consumed in moderation, specifically if you're trying to lose weight. Yep. I think if you're at sort of the maintenance level in terms of weight, there's a little bit more flexibility with that. But they're really great when you're looking for something to like a heartier meal. Yeah, these you know? all of these foods are energy rich, dense energy rich fuel sources. So when you eat one of these, it takes a while to digest them and it's like a it's like a time activated medication, like a slow release medication. You mm -hmm. eat it and it slowly will digest and is that right? You got a questionable look on your face. I'm just double checking my resistant starch. Well, because it bypasses the first What's the first? Duodenum. I don't know what that means. What, the small intestine? Yes. It bypasses the small intestine? Yes. Resistant starches. So they're not digested. You can you can check on this for me. No, you're right. My research. It bypasses the small intestines and it goes to the large intestine where it's then digested. John, cut this part out because it makes me look like an <laughs> idiot. Makes, makes me look like an idiot. Um, all right, so... The res resistant starches, yeah. Okay, all right. So we're going to have to get back on that. Okay, so these resistant starches are hardy, is a, they're hardy meals. Yeah. They fill you up. Yep. Yeah. They are longer digestive. They pass through the entire digestive system, make it to the large intestine, mm -hmm. right? So they kind of bulk up your food source, right? Mm -hmm. They're kind of like the, the why everyone wants good fiber. Or I was good just going to say, it's like a soluble yeah. fiber. Yeah, it's a, it's a insoluble fiber. But insoluble? It's a, yeah, insoluble would mean that it's big, like, it, it fills your stool up. Got it. Yeah, it fills your it stool up. learn. Yeah, no, it fills the stool up. I mean, that that's the type of stuff that makes your poop bigger. It may, okay, it makes your poop bigger, and it also... Um, it does it? I don't know. We okay. These resistant starches are necessary and a big, big player in all of your all of your recipes. They're really good for you, and they hearty up the meal. They make, them, they're, make it a denser meal that you're yep. eating. So we'll use, we use a lot of sweet potato, but the thing I wanted to point out on this list are the millet and the sorghum. Oh, yeah, which yeah, Which are yeah. ancient grains. Yep. But they don't have the lectins that most grains have. Yes. So. Because they're de, they're de-skinned, right? Yeah. Yeah, the lectins, so, yeah, the lectins are on the, the skin of the seeds and the millet is. It's like the yeah, inside. Yeah, it's the inside. So those are great for, um. Like if you're looking for a good rice substitute. Mm. Um, the millet is a good rice substitute. Yeah. Millet, the sorghum, the sorghum you can use. You can use both of them actually as like 
an oatmeal replacement. Oh, mm -hmm. I've always went crazy about that one. Mm -hmm. um, you can make patties out of them. We've made millet patties before. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, those were good. They were good. So there's a lot of different. We've made like sorghum bowls, like if you just want to like. Makes, and the good part about millet and sorghum, you can make them in the instant pot or in the slow cooker. Okay. So if you've got a busy night, you know, you can throw some millet or sorghum in there. It'll be ready when you get home. Cool. And if you just... we got to make another podcast about the equipment that you use to make this stuff. That. But, and then if you just throw some veggies on it, it's a really nice, fulfilling meal. It's good. Yeah. Awesome. And good for your digestion. Very good. Now... What other things are are big because we're going on forty minutes. Forty minutes. Forty minutes. I didn't think we would have enough to talk about. I know. She's just told me to be quiet. No, I think it's been great. But anything else that you want to look at? No, I think the only really big thing, and you brought it up, is the meat. That's been a big change for us. Is cutting back back significantly yeah. on our. I don't even want to say protein because I think we get a lot of protein from Oh, we plants. get plenty of protein from everything that we're eating. Yeah. And we actually don't need as much protein as everyone thinks we do. Right? At so this everyone, point in our lives. Yes. Right. Obviously, it's more important when you're younger, but still, you don't want to be consuming the amount of right. protein that these kids are consuming these days. is ridiculous. Protein shake after protein shake. It's ridiculous. Which we could do a whole lot. Yeah, we'll, we'll do a whole other one on that. But we we probably only eat meat, red meat, every couple weeks. Yeah, and actually, chicken. now that I don't even think about it, we eat fish. Where do we you get your fish from? Fish. David's Fish Market. David's Fish Market. Always. I've been. David's Fish Markets, I, I love them. They are They're local. Awesome. They've always been local, just like my family has, and we're local now, so give back to the community. So local fish, and then... Um, what type, any meat or chicken that you get? So we have two spots that we go for that. We go to the Modern Butcher in Newburyport, yep. which is sort of a newer find for us. And then Eva's, or a actually I think it's Eva's. Eva's. Eva's Organic Butcher Market right on um, High Street in Newburyport. They cool. have all, both of those butchers have pasture-raised poultry. Nice. And grass-fed and grass-finished meat. So, grass-fed, grass-finished. Big difference. Big difference between grass-fed. Now, grass-fed is, as long as it's fed grass, at one point in its entire life, it can constitute as grass-fed. Grass-fed, grass-finished means that the animal ate grass the entire length of their life. They ate grass when they were... Uh, grass fed throughout their life and then they even ate grass right before they died. There's a lot of animals that are fed grass and then they're fattened up with grains right before they slaughter them so that we can eat them. So grass fed, grass finished are the types of meats that you should be looking for. All right, let's, anything there? Maureen's got one more thing. I have one more thing. One more thing, and then we'll close it up. Because if you can't find pasture-raised chicken or grass-fed and grass-finished beef, yep. you can pressure cook it, and that will kill some of the lectins. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, and the non 
You can just throw it in there, pressure yep. cooker. Yeah, so this pressure cooker, you see them a lot. They, a lot of people got them for holidays and for the gifts and pot, stuff, yep. the Instant Pot. This Instant Pot, it just, it just crushes all of the lectins in any of the foods uh, that you may want to eat. So just throw the thing in there, boom, lectins gone. And it's quick and easy. And I say that only because it can be stressful trying to find, well, what if you can't find pasture raised? Yes. What if you can't? Well, if yep. you can't, then... Just toss it in the pressure cooker. Toss it in your Instant Pot. You can cook a chicken breast in nine minutes That's in good. your Instant Pot. And the thing is, with all the things that we're talking about here, you can notice a significant change in your health in just 30 days. Mm -hmm. If you can, if you can just do, if you can just do the foods on this yes list for 30 days, you are going to be feeling so much better. It's it truly is amazing. No cheating, no nothing. You do it for 30 days, you'll be feeling a lot better. All right. So that's our first podcast with uh, Maureen here. And we'll be having her on again, I'm sure. Because she's stuck with me. And uh, <laughs> hope you guys like it.